You're listening to the Soju Talk Nation podcast, episode 49. On today's episode, Alice and Koro join the show for the first ever Soju Talk K-pop draft 2022. So sit back and chill with friends. You're listening to a special edition of the Soju Talk Nation. You're listening to the Soju Talk Nation podcast, uh, K-Pop Draft 2022 Mid-Year Edition. We're recording on Sunday, July 24th, 2022. I'm your host, Crispy, and joining me this week for this very special episode, um, a person who owns uh, a very, very lovely cat, um, a runner, a super athlete, um, traveling all over North America for all these maz- amazing half marathons and events, the one and only Alice. Welcome to the show, Alice. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it is going to be wild. Um, and joining us, um, he is no stranger to spicy takes, no stranger to a little bit of friction and conflict on the server. He is an anime expert, master, a sensei, if you will, the one and only Koro. Welcome to the show, sir. Thanks for having me. You know, time for some chaos and hashtag rig. Start it now. All right. Um, well, thank you both for joining this very special episode. Uh, I have this in the works for quite some time. Um, I think I told you guys about this maybe three or four months ago. Um, and it's the day's here. We're here. We have the list. So we have about a total of 107 songs from the first half of the year. Um, let's go over the rules just to give everyone um, kind of the, the overview of how things are going to go and what this draft is all about. So, um, each of us, uh, the three, each one of us, uh, are going to draft a top 10 K-pop songs of 2022 playlist. Um, how drafts work, um, if you've ever watched the NFL or the NBA, um, they do do it in MLB, um, but it's not as televised, but, um, you have the number one pick and you select that player, or in this case, that song, and no one else can select that song for their playlist for their team. Um, we're gonna go in order of one, two, three, and then um, go loop back to the top. The order selected randomly is Alice, and then me, and then Koro. So that is our order for today. Um, the songs will be um, songs released between January to June of this year, 2022. Uh, the songs will have been covered on the main show, our title tracks, have a music video, or promoted on music shows, or had some large impact on K-pop this year. So they didn't necessarily have to be covered on the main show. Um, it could just be something that was missed, or it was um, just on a week that there were just a ton of releases, but hopefully we covered the basis of the majority of songs released between January and June of this year. Um, draft restrictions. So your playlist restrictions, each of us has to draft at least one soloist, solo performer, two boy groups, two girl groups, with the other five songs having no restrictions. So the first, um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the first five picks, but you have to draft at least one song from a soloist, solo performer, one song, two songs from 
boy groups and two songs from girl groups. I think I covered it. Um, guys, how are you feeling going into the draft? Uh, let's start with Alice. Well, you know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident. I am happy with my uh, list. I've got a lot of backups. I was going pretty deep into your psychology and Koro psychology and thinking about how to mind game this. So, uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm feeling good. Laura, how, how, how are you feeling about the, the mind games that Alice is bringing in kind of, uh, you know, with her tons and tons of spreadsheets? So we have spreadsheets. Alice went above and beyond. Whoa. <clears throat> Made her own. Um, how are you feeling, Koro? I thought I was ready. I thought I was on the, the mind game train as well. But once I heard third pick, everything went down the drain. You know, we're, we're just going to have to roll with the punches, maybe have some ad lib picks out of nowhere. We'll see. Um, well, you know, Coro, the number three pick has has had some famous luck in the past. Um, famously, Michael Jordan was, was the number three pick. Yeah, okay. So, you know, yeah. there you go. I Actually, think. no, I'm feeling a little better now. <laughs> right? And number two is where things mess up. Maybe I take the Sam Bowie of it all and I mm. I, I give you a present of the, the Michael Jordan of this draft. So, yeah, man. Um, no, all really good stuff. I just want to thank you guys at the very top. This is going to be incredible. Uh, it might be a little rough. It may not be super clear to everyone, but, you know, we'll push through. At the end of the draft, we will have the list posted um, as a link in the description. Um, I'll figure out a way to post it, but you guys will be able to see the draft uh, playlist. So, yeah, let's, let's get into it. So, let's start with the number one pick of the Soju Talk Nation K-Pop Draft 2022 Mid-Year Edition, Alice what is your selection? All right. So I, I was gaming this out and I was thinking, you know, for my first top draft pick, I, I did a thought exercise. I imagine that someone woke up out of a like a 25 year coma and came up to me and said, hey, Alice, I've been hearing about this thing called K-pop. Can you explain it to me? And I had to show them one video that represented K-pop in the first half of this year. So I was asking myself, what would it be? What qualities would that have? And of course, it would have to feature arresting visuals. It would have to have choreography, beautiful choreography. It would have to be thick with concepts. And of course, provide an example of exactly what K-pop production can achieve. And one song emerged for me. I think you know what it is. It's a fun little track featuring five beautiful and talented women. And a 350-year-old German composer. I'm talking about Red Velvet's Feel My Rhythm. So, uh, yeah, that's my, that's my first pick. Uh, probably comes as no surprise uh, to, to you two because we've been, you know, tossing around Red Velvet memes for a bit. Um, but I have to say, you know, after over three months of pretty steady play, this is a song that's still really delivering for me. Um, you know, there's this kind of majesty to the instrumentation and arrangement, um, but it's also really loose and, and whimsical. Uh, you feel like you've been drawn into another world when you're listening to it. There's this balance between order and chaos. There's a lot going on with the production and a lot going on with the vocal choices. Uh, 
But you know, every time I listen to it, I feel like I'm discovering something else that's fun about what they're doing. And I'm not even getting into the visuals and concepts in the music video, because I know we've talked about that about a billion times on the main pod and then uh, here on this one. But you know, I'll just say, like, it's stunning, perfect, love it. And as good as it is, it's still not in the top 10 of Red Velvet's discography. So that, that says to me, you know, basically, everybody should be standing Red Velvet. Amazing number one pick. Uh, I don't. I think, like you said, it's not a surprise considering the three of us are huge Red Velvet fans. Um, uh, I, I, I think you summarized it perfectly well. I think this encapsulates the the boundaries, uh, well, the boundlessness, I guess, of K-pop. Kind of the uh, way that it's able to experiment while also staying within a very K-pop, um, no, K-pop feel and structure. Um, Coral, what do you think about Red Velvet being the number one pick in our draft? I mean, it's only right. It is Red Velvet after all. I will say I'm a little disappointed they didn't fall to me, but I'm, I'm not upset. I expected this, uh, especially when I heard what, what was happening uh, with this draft. But yeah, Red Velvet, they have no pressure to conform to title track standards, I think, in K-pop. And I think their music has always been better for it. And this song is a perfect example. And I, but I do agree with Alice. This isn't even top 10 in their discography, which just shows how strong it is. So great pick. Yeah, no misses in the discography. Um, one quick note from the main show. This has a Hall of Spice. Spice King, three crowns. So off to a good start. Um, Red Velvet, Feel My Rhythm, the number one pick in the Soju Talk Nation K-pop draft. First half of the year, 2022. All right, uh, let's move on now to me with my number two pick of the year um, between January and June. And... All right, so I don't think there's going to be very much surprise here. I will say um, Koro has accompanied me in kind of diving deep in going into the themes and the construction and the musical ability of this very young group, this very young love group um, that has captured the hearts and minds and souls of K-pop. Uh, I think they, they definitely popped off last year with a very viral friendly choreography catchy song follow it up with a nice little fall comeback um you know not conforming i think is is the big theme this uh today and um you know coming back with a banger kind of um you know still being very much youthful and having that youthful energy but now kind of running towards the spotlight yes everyone the number two pick is stacy with run to you um this is my number one song of the year just flat out, period. So I am very happy that this fell to me. And number two, Koro. Um, as someone who joined me on the Stacy episode to discuss the album, what do you think about Stacy being the number two pick? I'm not going to lie to you. I wrote down before you even started talking that you were going to make this pick. I was so sure of it. And even then, I still had it in my top, what, five picks of the year. It's just that good a song. I can't be upset with it going this high. And Stacy. For me, it's their best song since So Bad. And I haven't listened to the one that just recently came out, so I don't know if that's still true. But uh, I think they really delivered on this track in a way that I wasn't feeling necessarily in 2021. So great stuff here. Perfect. Alice, uh, any thoughts about Stacey and Run To You? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've got lots of thoughts. They were one of my top four as well. Uh, what a terrific uh, track and... Uh, just a great run from this this group. I mean, they've been high performers. You can just really see the 
sort of confidence that these girls have in their material, um, in their producers, and in their own ab abilities. And it just makes them a joy to listen to. And every time they come out with something new, I love it, um, including their, their latest comeback. So, you know, I want to keep seeing them do more. Um, I'm waiting for that full length album. Yeah, let's get that full length album. Um, this song is also in the Hall of Spice with three Spice Kings, Spice King crowns. Um, yeah, just uh, so far, um, some fan favorites across the Soji Talk Nation and the main show. All right, uh, Coral, you're up next with the number three pick of the Soji Talk Nation K-pop draft. What is your selection? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that this song fell to me. I knew there could be some possible contention for it, um, but there's no surprise here. You're going to save my home in the jungle, the polar, the ocean, the desert, whatever, whatever, whatever the home is. We're saving it in the city. That's where I am now in the city. We're saving it everywhere. And of course, I'll save you guys all the gushing. You know how I feel about this group, but my, my first pick will have to be Dreamcatcher Maison. You know, a little French pronunciation for you. Uh, there you go, Doug. But um, yeah, I just uh, the song's just great. And after seeing it in concert, I couldn't not pick it. It's a grower. It's a, it's a massive grower. So there you go, Dreamcatcher, Maison. All right. So we talked before the show um, that I, I told Warren about our our special edition. He told me to take this song as my number one pick to mess with you. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> he told me so you know had i listened to warren and had i not just followed my heart had i just wanted absolute chaos um i would have selected it but no this is very fitting for one you but also the song is really good i think Dreamcatcher does probably the most unique thing in k-pop right now they are definitely a rock band inspired k-pop group they do a lot of k-pop things uh, very very attractive ladies great choreography um structurally it is very much k-pop but sonically man it is so much different than anything else um i gotta respect them as a group um even though I don't listen to them as regularly as I do the other more traditional K-pop sounding um, musicians that we listen to, it's just whenever I go to them, um, as I was preparing for this draft, I was like, wow, this is a, this stands out as far as a song of the year. So um, shout out to you for, for sticking to your guns and, and, you know, holding it down for Dreamcatcher. Alice, what do you think about Dreamcatcher going number three? Well, you know, I have to salute you, Coro. No lies. I am wearing my concert t-shirt right now. Um, mm. I love uh, Dreamcatcher. Maison has not been at the top of their discography for me, but it has been a grower. I didn't love it as much when I first heard it, and I've been liking it more ever since. And of course, hearing them perform it live just clinched it for me. So it, it was on my list, but I'm happy to concede it to you because um, I, I know how much you love them, too. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this is crazy that we have such a strong Dreamcatcher contingent on the show. I, I never would have expected. For the, I'm very happily surprised, let's put it that way. Um, this song as well has three crowns and is retired to the Hall of Spice. We are three for three with uh, these top selections um, between the Soji Talk Nation, the main show, the crew, and how it all goes down. So uh, I, think, I think we're doing something right you know, with, with these songs. Um, let's move on now to the fourth pick in the K-pop draft. draft. Alice, what is your selection? All right, well, I'm gonna go with the uh, Korean general public for this one. Um, it is a track from another young monster rookie girl group. And that is Ives, Love Dive. 
Um, it's another track that when I first heard it, I liked it. And it just kept getting better for me. And I think that's something that uh, also Eleven had that characteristic. You know, I love the song's kind of ominous edge. Uh, I love that it's being delivered by this group of like bratty schoolgirls who look like they're, you know, too expensive for me and my friends. Uh, there is something about it where it's just teetering into the edge where they're being like a little too mature, but they're kind of keeping it within their their age group. And um, it's it's so catchy, you know, narcissistic. My God, I love it. You can't you can't fight a line like that. So um, really excited to draft Love Dive into my playlist. First shocker of the draft. Wow. In round two. Um, I love this song. This is definitely a top 10 song for me. Um, I, I would have drafted it eventually, but my God. OK, so. Um, for all those reasons that you mentioned and also i am a degenerate that grew up watching gossip girls on cw broadcasted live every week and this is gossip girl reincarnate um these members exactly, exactly. Right? that's that's for me you can't resist yes it's just so infectious right so alluring and um you know you you don't you you will never be friends with them they will never take you in as a friend but you know, you, you're always pining over to be in that inner circle that they have um, depicted in this music video and song. Uh, Cora, what are your thoughts about I Have Love Dive going number four? A bit awkward here because uh, I think I can resist it, uh, to be honest with this song. I, I can resist it just a little bit. I will say uh, the this song's dance break, like the instrumental and the, the choreo for that part, are amazing and i've like checked out multiple of their performances just skip to that part and bounce right after it's it's just really good stuff there but for the song itself for the most of the rest of the song it's not really for me so you kind of let me off here but it is a, a a massive song this year so i understand why yeah no um all, all great points coro and yeah it is it, it is a little bit in its own genre right um i will say as far as korean standards man this song is still going and i've has a comeback coming up so I, I just, wow. Um, what a banger from a rookie group. All right. Um, my next selection, the fifth pick in the draft. Well, because you, you chose a girl group, I guess I got to choose a boy group now. Uh, with my fifth selection, I will take Big Bang with Still Life. Yes. Um, this one's for you, Warren. Um, Big Bang is back. Um, just a historically important group in k-pop spanning over two decades um all of the members having so much history um so much baggage um and all of that was presented to us um in a very artistic way with a myriad of interpretations um in that music video um for for those who grew up with big bang or at least had a little bit of time with them before um the break the military break this song means a lot just the fact that they are back together um top may not be with the company anymore but it seems like he's ready to continue to do music um he, he's ready to be a weirdo out in space and overall I, I just think this song is is kind of a love letter to anyone who is open to seeing that k-pop is just an entertainment is the entertainment industry right and there's goods, there's bads, but just like anyone in your family who may <clears throat> have been going through some troubles in their life, you still take them in. You still accept them, right? Because ultimately they're not evil people. They may have made mistakes in the past, and as long as you're able to kind of live up to those mistakes and face them, I 
think that's what kind of still life represents. Um, and also kind of looking forward to the future. Hopefully together, even though there's not a shot with the four members together, um, hopefully, hopefully we get something more with Big Bang. Um, probably not this year. Hopefully next year. And uh, GD, when, when, when are you coming back, bro? Come on. Uh, I, I know you're busy, but come on, come back. Koro, what are your thoughts on Still Life being the fifth pick in the draft? This is a, a solid song, I think. Um, I'll, I'll admit it didn't have the emotional weight for me personally. And of course, that's just going to happen if I would like, since I wasn't around with them and didn't grow with them, didn't go through the trials and tribulations with them. But I get what it does for others. So I do think it, it deserves its place here. And also the, the music video is beautiful. Just all those different sets and shots were amazing. So um, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Nice. Alice, any thoughts on Still Life? Yeah, I mean, it's one of the songs that wasn't uh, on my top list, but definitely on my honorable mention, notable mention list, because it is uh, a real accomplishment for them that they were able to come together and reflect and make this um, really moving and well-written and beautifully performed song. So um, I've been listening to it. I'm still enjoying it. I, I think it's it's a, you know, it it's going to hold a classic place in their discography. So it's I'm, I'm glad that it's made the draft yeah um they do have one crown this year um i think it just fell off um in the sense that it's a little it's very introspective right and uh you know going into april spring um the mood kind of shifted where we went away from sad boy summer sad boy winter uh into a very very bright happy spring and uh yeah, if, if we get into any of those songs, we will definitely get into that. All right, Koro, with the sixth pick, what is your selection? Oh, I get to have a little fun here with my list, actually. It was going pretty uh, according to plan so far, but seeing as you went with the Big Bang song, I get to maybe make us a little steal here for something I maybe wouldn't have uh, if you had taken it. And it's a recent song, relatively recent song. It's a lot of fun. Um, and I just think this group really surprised me. And that'll have to be Kepler with Up! Exclamation point. Um, that This song, really, really, they shocked me. Because they went from having one of the, in my opinion, my least favorite choruses of the year in Wadada to, honestly, one of my favorite choruses of the year in Up! Uh, it's just so much fun. And... The energy is just up the entire time, and uh, I didn't watch Girls Planet, so I wasn't. Fam- I'm still not familiar with any of the members, but Hikaru, wow, she she's got it. Like that it factor people look for, she's got it. So she she kept me coming back to the performances. There you go. Uh, up with my number two pick. Alice, I'm gonna throw it to you because I'm a little stunned right now. What do you think about Kepler up being selected by Koro? Well, you know. So Kepler has not been a big group for me yet. Uh, I also did not love Wada Da, um, but I did watch Queendom. And you're right, uh, Koro, um, Hikaru is extremely engaging. She is just so cute, it kills me. Um, and Up is a song that I, I watched the music video, I think I listened to it once, and then I threw it on a playlist. 
and kind of ignored it. But it keeps coming up on that playlist. And every time I, I hear it, I'm like, what is this song? I'm really liking the song. And then I look and it's up. So it's just to say that I, I'm a late adopter. It takes me a while sometimes to get into a song. I have a feeling this one's going to keep growing for me. Um, and and yeah, it, it did definitely, it's a good trajectory for them. It's making me happy to hear them and, and excited to see what their next comeback is like. All right, this is officially the first deal of the draft. This is a top song for me. This would have gone next, if not the next, the following pick. I I was surprised how much I like this song. Um, I did follow Girls Planet, and then I watched Queendom, so I saw the entire road, the road for um, this group Kepler and just everything that they've gone through. I gotta say, it's like it's 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 very infectious. It's just a very fun summer song. I think it encapsulates kind of the fun bubbly K-pop nature of summer dare i say the best out of a lot of the summer songs that have come out so far um up until this point in june um and yeah i just i just really fell in love with it like you guys said um i echo everything with uh with hikaru hikachan um it definitely shows off a lot of her talents um and ability um through ghost planet she was always uh listed as the super dancer super rapper can do it all and in that first uh in the the debut with Wadada didn't really get that much of it. But then throughout Queendom and then this release, it's just she was definitely in the spotlight. So um dang it, Koro. You just you, you played it, you played it well, sir. You played it well. Sniper. Alright, um let me oh, hold on, I gotta scroll to the side. There so this song does not have any um Soju chart wins. Am I mistaken? No, they have one. They have one. So um, yeah, the the nation and the crew do agree in that sense as well. All right, Alice, we're back to you with the number seventh pick. What is your selection? Well, going into this draft with you two guys, I know I have to lock down my girls early. So uh, I'm going for a, another another fabulous woman. This is our my solo artist. And you kind of have to pick one of the queens of uh, solo girls. And this is... Taeyeon's I Envy You. Now, um, I might have bumped this up a little bit in my estimation because it's backed by such an incredible album overall. Um, if you haven't listened to the whole album, go do that right away. Um, I think You Ought to Know is, is an incredible, isn't that the name of it? It's an incredible B-side. There's a lot of incredible B-sides on it. Um, beautiful from start to finish. Um, and you just can't deny the power of Taeyeon. I mean, she's a legendary idol. She's at the top of her game. Um, she's taking a song about giving your all to an ungrateful lover, and she makes it seem effortless. And that's, you know, there's that certain irony to that, that she's, she, she doesn't look like she's breaking a sweat or working hard at all. And she, you know, I mean, she's, this is me, you know, maybe going into the simp circle, but she is being typecast as a goddess. Uh, in the music video, it's a bu beautiful music video, and um, the whole thing is just perfection from start to finish. So, um, again, something I just keep listening to. It's it's really transitioned well into being a summer track for me as well. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm I'm putting in Taeyeon. I envy you. You are always welcome in the simp circle. Do not apologize. No, this is definitely a chop track for me of the year as well. Um, gorgeous. Gorgeous human being, gorgeous presentation. Um, the song is incredibly alluring, and with with that that very interesting message, right? Um, 
kind of pushing back against someone who may be holding you down. Um, it, it definitely evokes early 2010s down tempo house for me. Um, uh, Nina put it very well that this is a song that she could definitely hear in Forever 21 in 2010. So um, I love it very much. Uh, some of the notes from the main show was that this is um, potentially a song that a, a male artist could have done between Taman or Kai. But she is just an incredible performer and she just executed so freaking well. Um, Coral, what are your thoughts on INVU going number seven? Honestly, I don't, I don't have... I don't have much to say about this one. I thought it, it was a solid track, but I haven't revisited much over the course of the year. But I echo everything you guys said about her legend as a whole and her performance here is amazing. And like the, uh, I don't know what it's called, like the elf kind of Maple story. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was very aesthetic in the music video. So it was good stuff. Yeah, just incredible, incredible. Um, great pick. Um, this has one Spice King crown. Um, you know, we're just, we're just knocking off all these songs that just are, are collectively accepted as uh, very popular songs this year. So nice job, everyone. All right. Uh, my next pick with the eighth selection. It feels like I have to like fight for girl group songs now. So I'm going to go with a girl group song. I'm going to go with Promise 9 with DM as my selection. Um, I am in love with the song. I am in love with these girls. Um, they definitely, I definitely became more of a fan when the disco trilogy came through with um, Feel Good and We Go, and then right here with DM. Uh, talk and Talk I did like, but it didn't fit kind of the disco trilogy. And then I went back into the entire discography for them this year, and I gotta say, it's been one of the most amazing journeys to kind of revisit them as a group. Um, and follow their content. So, um, I, there's just something about retro music when it's done this way, where it just makes me very uh, just happy emotionally, right? Uh, some of the notes of the crew was that there are elements of city pop into this song, which I feel like for me makes it a little bit more accessible, a little bit of something that I can listen to any time of the year, right? So, um, God, just this song, this song, this song has done something to me as far as making me stand another group. Um, shout out to Sedum. Um, yes, I did find a bias. Koro, what do you think about Promise 9 DM going 8th? This is uh, another good track. Um, I actually do like this one a good amount. And some more collapsidon crack for our ears. You know, he's very comfortable in this pocket. And Promise 9 has been like his leading group to do this with. Obviously, he did it with uh, some other groups twice, notably as well. But um, I agree with you also. I'm not a big talk and talk person. I, that that deviation from this trend has been was a bit weird, but I do think this was the last song they should have done this with. Um, maybe I don't know if anyone picked their later song this year, so maybe we talk about that then if someone did. But I think they went a bit too far into it with uh, the more recent one. But this is good stuff. Alice, what are your thoughts on Promise Night uh, DM? Um, kind of a, I think it's our first retro addition to the draft. Um, what are your thoughts? Promise Nine is great. DM is great. It's it's you know they're they're a wonderful group. They they have a very solid, very consistent uh, catalog of music. I think they tend to put out stuff that I just enjoy listening to, and and this is one of those kinds of tracks. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it's fair or not, but sometimes when I'm assessing a song, I'll do it against some of their previous work. And I was thinking of the first half of 2021 
and We Go coming out and what a game changer We Go was and how much that song was just on constant repeat for me. So maybe DM is a little bit suffering in comparison for me. I don't I don't think that's fair though, because I think if they didn't have We Go in their in their history, DM probably would have been a top draft pick for me. So I don't know. The psychology of that can be a little unusual with how you assess uh, assess a, a song, but it's I enjoy it too. I listen to it a whole lot. Yeah, no, incredible, um, incredible run of songs, right? Between Feel Good, We Go, and DM. So it's just I, uh, Warren mentioned this on the show um, back in the day, January, February, that he put those songs on a playlist and he can just loop them all the way through um, for hours on end, and they do sound really well together. Um, this song is also retired into the Hall of Spice with three Spice King crowns. You know, we're just killing it, guys. I think I think we have a good sense of uh, what the what the nation, what the crew um, really, really like this year. All right, Cora, with the ninth pick, what is your selection? Uh, I'm not surprised this fell to me. I thought it would, and that's why I was able to make that steal in the last round. Um, but I don't know what else I really need to say about this song. We we did do a, a deep dive on the song and the album quite recently, actually. So go check that out if you're interested. And I'm quite interested in what Alice has to say on the song, too. But um, I'm going to go with Nyan Pop! Exclamation point once again. Um, it's just it's a fun song. It's a good song. It's the beginning of the Twice solo run. I think she did a great job with it. I'm just repeating all the stuff I said last time, so just go check that out. But yeah, that's my pick. Yeah, Alice, what are your thoughts about um, Nyan, uh, just in general, and the fact that it fell pretty far, I think, to Korra for that number ninth pick? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I have to admit, Koro, I was uh, when I was thinking about Nyan and Pop, I thought this is something that Koro is going to take, um, and and I I was okay with that. Um, as much as I love the song, I've been listening a lot more to the B-sides on this album. I gotta say, um, I think that, I, f- I forget the name of the of the track that she does with Felix from Stray Kids, but I really enjoy that one. Um, I enjoy a lot of the songs on it. So um, overall, you know, I'm just, I'm always happy to see more of Nyan. I mean, she's one of my, my top biases in Twice. And... Um, Pop is a is a great song. So yeah, I mean, it, it it's a it's an asset to any playlist. I'll say that. If this song is the representation of the album for this playlist, I think that's a really good spot for it because, um, yeah, if people give the album a try because of this song, they will not be disappointed. They will their life will definitely be enriched in many ways. Um, shout out to the sh- the song with Felix and the song with Wanstein. Those songs are amazing. Um, this song has two crowns, um, just short of retirement, but I think it, it ran up against July, which was insane. So, um, you know, it hung in there, got two two crowns, and um, you know, we we love it, we love we love it, Nyan. All right, Alice, what is your selection for the tenth pick in the draft? All right, so uh, got to go to the boy groups now, and kind of torn between two tracks, but since I was just talking about Nyon and Felix, I think I'm going to go for uh, the sort of obligatory boy group banger that every playlist needs, and that's Stray Kids Maniac. Um, You know, aside from hitting that sort of uh, quota for the playlist, 
Uh, I think it's a it's a well produced track. It's very energetic. It's got a quite a catchy hook. I love the use of uh, Felix's voice in it, but also the raps are great. I think the bridge is really exciting um, before they go into the sort of chorus for the final time. So um, you really get a showcase of the sort of diverse talents of this group. And Stray Kids is always interesting to listen to because you you know that they're going to bring a lot of um, energy and a lot of sort of diversity into their, their songs, while at the same time maintaining a, a pretty consistent uh, love of, of what people might criticize as being noise music. But, you know, sometimes we need noise. Cora, what are your thoughts on this very hype track, this very hype group, Stray Kids, going 10th to Alice? Yeah, Stray Kids are hype. That is their brand, I, I, dare I say. But um, I I like this song. It was in my short list of boy group songs. It wasn't wasn't top two, so I got a bit lucky here. But I do think this is a great song. Um, very The deep voice chorus part is very catchy. I'm with Doug and Warren. I tried this multiple times throughout the day, just randomly going about my day, just seeing how low can I really go. Uh, and also, the Stray Kids music video team just continues to be the standard, honestly. They just do some amazing things. They have this one, like, upside-down, reverse, like, shot. I don't even know how to describe it, um, but it's just great. And they continue to do good stuff. The production between song, music video, and presentation is top tier, for sure. Um, I saw Stray Kids recently in concert. And um, not going to say I'm a stay, but I knew enough of the songs where I felt very uh, much a participant in the concert. And uh, Maniac was popping. So I, I, I have a new affinity for this song, for sure. Um, yeah, Felix, your deep voice. Uh, the, I'm not going to do it, but when he says Maniac, it just it, it always just rings in my head at least once or twice throughout a week. So, yeah, great, great selection, Alice. Um, is that me? I guess it's me. All right. Um, my next pick. All right. I'm going to need like 10 seconds, guys. All right. So I'm going to go with the music video that is very intentionally funny or perhaps a little bit of truth behind kind of the story of the music video. A very simple music video on a soundstage. Um, you know, kind of an OG of K-pop dancing, b-boying. But then also starts to cry because he got stood up. The one and only Jay Park with Ganadara and IU. Um, that is my pick. Um, I love this song. I love this style of R&B. Um, very chill, cool R&B. There's a lot of fun and playfulness to it. The song itself with the lyrics is a lot of push and pull with someone you're in a relationship right with, right? But then the music video itself um, has IU and Jay Park with this very miscommunication type thing where they are literally shooting the music video he wants to get his friend IU in the music video because they, they recorded the song but she's very busy and it's starting to slowly look like she has stood him up where they're they're getting props to replace her they're trying to do a CGI IU um, they they got a mannequin IU and then he goes to the dressing room starts to cry and is about to delete her number, who would do that, by the way? And then gets the call, says that she's here and she is gorgeous and beautiful. Um, great song, super fun song. My genre of music, um, yeah, I just absolutely love this. Cora, what are your thoughts on Ganadara by Jay Park featuring IU going 11th? 
this was in my well still is i don't know why i said was this is in my top 10 songs so far of the year so i'm a bit uh it's a bit unfortunate I, it wasn't able to fall to me but obviously i did see this coming it has a certain female artist featured on the song that i think crispy has a slight affinity for i don't know maybe i heard that somewhere before but um the song it's just straight vibes, and it has enough bounce to keep me interested. It's like it's in my wheelhouse of uh, R&B that I like as well. Um, and the the music video was a very cheeky concept. It was just fun to watch, fun to rewatch even, which I don't do much honestly. And uh, the blend of their voices was pretty harmonious. I didn't expect it. I'm not really big. I don't haven't listened to much of Jay Park, but it's good stuff. And it also spawned good covers on uh, IU's palette with uh, the Yacht and Strawberry Moon covers from each of them, respectively. So, overall, great uh, product. Uh, Alice, any thoughts on Jay Park and IU going 11th? Yeah, I mean, I, I love the song. The music video is really fun. And, of course, we know that Jay Park is flexing throughout this entire video because it's about IU standing him up, sort of. But he has her number. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a flex from from him. It's it's fun. It's playful. Uh, it's a great vocal collaboration. And uh, I, I've never been as charmed by Jay Park as I was in this particular music video. Um, I'm always charmed by IU. Always charmed by IU is a statement that is true in whatever universe you live in. Um, this has one Spice King crown. Um, I just imagine that I think it's a little too chill to kind of get the, that three crown um, retirement that a lot of songs get to. But I just think overall quality, one of the more fun, excellent songs, collaborations of the year, for sure. All right, Koro, with the number 12 pick, what is your selection? Okay, we're entering some tricky territory here because I feel like I should maybe get a boy group out of the way just in case i know alice might come storming through with all the boy groups in a second but um I just, this is a song i just feel like i need to pick i can't let it fall to anyone else because we talked about this in our year-end recap show the awards after show i mentioned it then when it had just released and it still holds up to this day that is bam bam featuring sulgi who are you and this is still one of my favorite songs of the year um i i that back then I predicted it would hold up until the end of the year, and so far halfway through, it still does. Uh, Bam Bam here he entered the challenge for my favorite Got Seven soloist with this song. Um, hopefully I can pick. Uh, well, let me not say anything. But um, uh, the music video and song are, are just pure art. It's a proper duet which we don't get too often in uh, K-pop, and amazing choreography that's showcased in the music video. So just overall, it's a it's a unbelievable. Uh, showcase of Bam Bam's ability as a soloist. Alice, what are your thoughts on another collaboration track between a male soloist and a female soloist? I think we call Sylvie the female soloist at this point. Um, what are your thoughts on Who Are You and this being a very um, an artistic expression, an art form, an art piece of a song? Oh, I mean, I, I agree with Koro that Bam Bam's solo career has been uh, a really intriguing surprise, and uh, he's, he keeps going up in, in the stocks for me um, as, a, as a solo artist. And Solgi enhances everything she touches. I mean, just this morning I was listening to uh, Tameen and Solgi, uh, Heart Stop, 
and her vocals are just they're they're just always welcome. So um, I I do love it. I, the choreography is so incredible. Um, I think the weird thing is is they made a performance video of this, but Solgi's not in it, even though she's in the the actual music video. So I don't know exactly what went on with that. I would love to see a choreography video with Bam Bam and Solgi. Um, uh, with all respect to the the dancer who appears with Bam Bam in the performance video, but. Um, beautiful song and again one that's like it's a year-round song I, I know it came out in the winter but it's it's working well for those summer nights there's just something haunting about this song that just sticks in your in, in my mind um paired with the fact that bam bam is just an incredible performer and then the fact that sulky is my favorite member from red velvet so i am feeling a kind of way um she she displays so much of just her artistic ability between her singing which is definitely um a 1a type of situation 1a 1b situation in this song um and then just her dancing ability um historically known as an amazing dancer doing a number of different collaboration stages different uh, special stages but this being very modern art very much in concert with someone else to tell the story of the song absolutely beautiful um yeah i too would love to see um a live stage or some type of performance stage with just the two of them maybe we get that at the end of the year because um god seven really popular this year i think they have definitely turned the corner and just have shown that they can do it on their own um and the fact that they are collaborating with a lot of their friends now which is pretty cool um, shout out to Sogi. Please, Sogi, um, to be an honorary memory, uh, member of GOT7. That would be incredible. All right. Um, moving on now to you, Alice, with number 13th pick. What is your choice? All right. Well, uh, keeping it with the boy groups for a bit, um, I'm going to go to another boy group that um, I've been enjoying, and that is Pentagon with their song Feelin' Like. Uh, I have to say, you know, I think it was Doug maybe who mentioned this in the main pod and he was talking about how Pentagon is one of those groups that just doesn't quite get the recognition they deserve um, based on the quality of their releases. And and I totally agree with that. I think their their discography is diverse, but it's also consistently good. Um, really, uh, really excellent writing and production and performance. I got to see them once in concert. Um, and they are a joy to see live. Um, and feeling like is kind of a, a sneaky, seductive track. Um, I think I think Doug said it was sexy. I think he's right. Um, it proves the group is just blessed with talent because uh, Hui is enlisted right now. And I know he does a lot of their writing. I know Don did a lot of their writing when he was when he was with them. And, um, but they're, they're keeping going and I'm just hoping that they make it through enlistments and come back and keep making more music. Cause every time they come out with something, I think, you know, I, I need to be listening to Pentagon a whole lot more than I do. Um, so I want to give them this recognition and draft them into my playlist. Uh, Cora, what are your thoughts on Pentagon going 13th? Uh, this song wasn't on my radar for a pick necessarily, but I do think it's a solid song. Um, honestly, my favorite part of the song would have to be, well, not even the song, but the whole, uh, I keep, there's a word I keep looking for, I keep forgetting. But uh, either way, the whole product is the choreography for the chorus. Um, it's actually very like, catchy. They do like a, 
kind of a little skip. I can't really describe it, but they like look around the room. It's it's really it's just fun, I think, um, and it fits with the song. The chorus is a bit too empty for me, but I do think the main uh, melody chop thing is pretty catchy. So it's a, it's, I think it's a good pick. Very, <clears throat> very fitting song for that time of the year in January. Um, very kind of moody um, in a lot of ways. Um, I this is the music video with the pool table, correct? Oh. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They they are they're looking pretty expensive. There's some pool. Mm-hmm. There's some sexy lyrics. There's some great dancing as as Coro notes. Yeah, it, it very evoke it very much evokes that vibe of um, cool and sexy kind of like post a fashion show like in the winter nights i don't know i'm just like getting all these like very uh like city aesthetic feelings with this song and music video but yeah great selection on your part um let's see is that me i guess that's me um with my pick with the 14th pick all right let's see i i need like 10 seconds i think i got this um so now I'm kind of torn, right? Because I feel like we're, we're jumping back and forth between boy groups and girl groups. Do I, do I pick with my heart or do I pick with logic? And I think to continue on with kind of the pressure of finding the boy group song, I'm going to pick a boy group song. I'm going with Icon and But You. Um, this is something about retro music that just like always sparks some kind of joy kind of in, in me, whether it's... Um, you know, something from last year kind of mixed in, blended with this year, um, whether it's a group that hasn't done it before. Um, and with Icon specifically, you know, they came off of Kingdom doing their Icon YG thing, a lot of very hip hop centric performances. I'm glad to get like kind of a brighter song from them. Uh, Bobby's Raps was incredible in the song, just very cool, very clean, um, very much fitting still in the retro theme of it all. Um, and I love the music video kind of being in the smoky club kind of uh the basement if if you ever if you've ever lived it you know and it just feels a little too real um but overall the the song is kind of incredible this this song was on repeat for me a lot at the very beginning of summer so um definitely just something that will always stick um and i always try to make a retro playlist every year this song was near the top and i just kept, kept going back to it so um yeah icon but you is my pick um Let's go to Alice. Um, Alice, what are your thoughts on icons but you? Well, you, you kind of took it from me. So I'm, I'm going to try not to be bitter because uh, I was trying to decide whether to pick Icon or Pentagon for my, my pick. Um, it is a great song. It's just satisfying synth pop. Um, it's really well made. It's one of those tracks where you hear it for the first time and it feels... It feels like something you've heard before, but not in a way that's like derivative or boring or anything like that. It just like sneaks its way into your consciousness. And yeah, I agree on Bobby's rap. Um, I think that it's it's great to see Icon continuing to make music because I always worry about I worry about some of those YG boy groups and um, girl groups, and I want to see them continue to make music. Um, so. Um, to have them make this and and have it be so good is is really satisfying. So yeah, loved it. Cora, what are your thoughts on Icon doing a retro song, um, a lot brighter than their past stuff, um, and the fact that it went fourteenth, fourteenth um, on our draft? Um, any thoughts on Icon? 
Icon But You. Okay, this this song, it also wouldn't have been one of my picks necessarily. I, I am glad they went for the retro uh, like trend that has been happening, maybe on the latter end. It actually seems to still be going, so maybe not. But um, I do think the chorus melody is super strong, and like that I Need You Baby line is very catchy, and uh, I still remember that to this day from that song. So I, I think that's a solid pick. Now that you mention it, I think that's the reason why I love it because that chorus is it's very simple but very memorable, right? Um it, it's it's very fun and bright. It does lead us into summertime perfectly well, but kind of in the YG icon style where it's a little bit dark, it's a little edgy, not actually edgy, but it, it has its own personality relative to the other retro songs that have come out, right? So no, um, it, it, it's a song that has definitely stuck with me all year, and I, I'm very happy to have picked it um, and stolen it from Alice. All right, Koro, uh, with the number 15th pick, what is your selection? Okay, maybe maybe it's a, as a plane goes overhead. <laughs> uh, maybe it's about time I select a boy group. I've been pretty lucky here to not have my number one boy group song of the year uh, be taken so far, but... For me, it's going to have to be, maybe surprisingly, very, very undercover. This this song caught me completely off guard because uh, I hadn't really checked out anything very, very related beforehand. But the the whole song is, is pretty pretty damn good. But the final third of this song is one of my favorite stretches of the year. It just like takes a song that's already good and makes it way more interesting and makes it great, honestly, considering. Uh, the overall makeup of this year. So I think check this song out. And if you haven't already, I know that not the biggest group, but the, the song, it it just builds up in a really good way. And I think more songs should do this. So there you go. Very, very undercover. Alice, what are your thoughts on very, very undercover being the first boy group selection for Koro? It's a really intriguing pick. Um, I think I've listened to it a couple of times, but I haven't paid a lot of attention to it. So I, I probably need to go back and, and listen to it some more. I've kind of casually checked in on Very Very ever since. What was there Hide and Seek? Was that their first track or their first? It was one of the first ones that I remember. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think they're, they're really talented. Um, they're good singers. So I'm, I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, this one was very surprising to me as well. This is a little bit of a departure from their sound that they're known for. They're a little bit of a brighter boy group. Um, so this is, does have a little bit of an edge. Um, and the crew definitely liked it. Um, they did vote it with one Spice King crown this year. Um, Cora, that, that one, that, very much a surprise. Um, just you, you got all the chaos on your side of things, Cora. It just it, it's it's good to have you, sir. All right, uh, Alice, with the number sixteenth pick, uh, what is your selection? Okay, so here's where uh, chaotic Cora kind of threw me into a loop because I I'm now kind of torn for where I go next. Um, I think I'm gonna go with a very recent song by a female soloist, probably the most recent song on my playlist. And it is the iconic Sun Me coming back with Heartburn. Uh, I'm going to say that probably, um, you know, I, I'm still not 100% sure on this because it, it's a recent song and sometimes it takes a while for a song to really uh, manifest to me fully. 
Um, and maybe if it were a release from a different soloist, I wouldn't be drafting it. Um, but it's Sunmi and her charisma and her voice take this fairly basic, you know, languid summer night song um, and make it into a standout. And you know, shout out to everybody right now who's going through this this crazy heat wave. Um, it's definitely adding to my appreciation of this song. Uh, I'm really identifying with all those unfortunate men who are dropping like flies in her music video um, because, yeah, it's hot out. So hope everyone's staying hydrated and uh, being careful around Sun Me. Is it hot out or is it just her? Probably. Cora, what are your thoughts on Sun Me going 16th to Alice? This is a, a really good song. Um, it's, I think it's, I think I still put it on my chart in the most recent week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but either way, it, it's lasted for me at least, I think it's only been out maybe not even a month yet, but um, I think honestly my favorite part about this this release is JYP doing like the, the TikTok challenge covering the choreo for this is actually uh, perfect for me after their When We Disco a collaboration a few years back but yeah i think the music video is fun the songs chill but still kind of like puts you in a bit of a, a trance so I'm, I'm i like this pick honestly she has a quality to her voice that's just very characteristically sun me i don't know how else to put it um if you know her music it, there's kind of it's not airy because it's it's she sings it a lot lower than just a typical like airy singer would sing it but she does just have this character to her voice where i feel like with this song it just works really well um shout out yes to all the tiktok challenges um everyone released music this month so everyone is crossing over into other people's content and it's just really fun to see um people doing funny things to a song that's probably a little more serious than the tiktoks would uh would suggest but um just really cool to have this song kind of be a, a switch up to kind of the tone of summertime right all right, uh, with my next selection, um, all right, I, I got the song. Perfect. I'm going to take another soloist, um, solo debut, but definitely a veteran in the game, has been around for some time, um, paired up with one of my favorite people in Korean music. Um, she, she, I don't think she's a, specifically a K-pop person. Um, I was, I was a K-R&B, K-hip-hop. Um, very nice contrast very interesting friendship. Um, they did become friends because of the reality show that they did last year. Um, I forget what it's called, but they're in they're in school. Um, very fun relationship. Very fun people. Yes, it's the superhero Yena with Smiley featuring BB. Um, I love this song. Um, my joke is that I um, I like Eyes One now. Yeah, because of all of the different solos and all the different projects from the groups that have come out of Eyes One. Uh, Yena is probably one of my favorite brand new soloists of this year. Um, very fun pop rock song. Um, very much captures her character um, as just being this bubbly, high energy, kind of a little chaotic, but, you know, um, in a certain direction. Um, kind of person that she is and I've definitely followed a lot of her content throughout the year um, really cool that she's on Idol Radio I believe it's Idol Radio I apologize if that's wrong um, interviewing essentially her friends um, and we get to see her um, on the microphone regularly so um, 
yeah, just a big surprise. I bought the Yenna album. I don't buy albums, so it just it just really left an imprint on me this year. Uh, Cora, what are your thoughts on Yenna featuring BB for Smiley going pick number seventeen? This uh, I didn't when you were doing the lead up. I didn't I didn't realize what song it was until maybe about ten sec or ten seconds before you. Um, actually said it and i actually screamed out no um with my mic muted this is a top 10 song of the year so far for me um i i've never said it before but i'm with you with i'm uh i like eyes one now at least for the most part i like eyes one now wasn't the group stuff is what it is but uh, i think a lot of their post eyes one stuff has been interesting and this is definitely my favorite post eyes one debut and probably release period um and Yana and BB's contrast makes the song really fun and really interesting. And the, the music video is also fun as well. And I'm excited to see what she comes out with soon. Yeah, Yana around the corner. Um, Alice, what are your thoughts on this steal, is what it sounds like, um, of Yana um, featuring BB with Smiley? Well, you know, I'm loving the conflict. Um, I will say it's not a track that was on my list. Um, I also, like you, Crispy, have come to an appreciation of Eyes One more through their solo content or the, or the, the groups that have come out of it. But um, I would say that there's probably another solo debut that's come out of it that I, I like a little bit more. Um, but and, and that might be on my list somewhere. But, um, you know, maybe I just need to spend some more time with this. I, I definitely love BB. So, um, you know, and, and I, I like the, the concept of the music video. I enjoyed it. But I haven't really listened to the song apart from the music video. And that's when I know if something's really, you know, landing with me. Um, that being said, you know, you're convincing me to add it to my playlist for a month or so. Give it a try. Um, and also give luck to you a try. The uh, a B side that is also in the vein of the pop punk style, uh, a little bit edgier, a little bit more emotional on that one. Um, but yeah, Yena, I think for me, it's all about like the explosive personality that she projects in her music. And I'm super excited for the, the comeback. So yeah. All right, Coro, I know I stole the song from you. What is your selection for uh, number 18 for the draft? Fortunately... I, I did have a couple more songs ahead of the Yenna song, so I'm glad this song did fall to me. Although I'm not too worried about it. I don't know if it would have gotten chosen otherwise. Uh, I don't know how people feel about this, given the group as a general, in, in general. But um, I'm going to go with Espa Illusion. Now, this might be slightly surprising. I mean, I, I've said multiple times I like the song in the Discord, but I'm not... Their, their discography as a whole has been very hot and cold for me. Like, each song has something in it. Maybe not Savage, but each song, all the, all the other songs have something in it where I just, like, can't listen to it. Uh, just certain sections where I can't listen to it and certain sections where I'm like, they could be the best group out with these if they just stuck to this kind of thing. Um, but Illusion as a whole is... I think maybe this is what I want from Espa. I don't know. Maybe I want a little more vocals because I know Ning Ning and Winter have it in the bag. But like the, they had like the vocal uh, in the second and third choruses of the song. They have like the vocal touches over the like kind of rap lines that like really bring the song to the next level and that helps it build. And the choreography for the song there wasn't a, a proper video, but they had, had like a performance video on the new SM channel that they put out. And the choreography they're just walking. 
It's like the most powerful walking you'll you'll ever see with it coming forward, and uh, this is good stuff. I like it better than the title track that came out recently. So, uh, Espa Illusion is my next pick. Alice, what are your thoughts on Espa making it onto our draft with Illusion? Um, not a proper music video release, but the song came out, and Warren loved it. I, I, it kind of incredible i think this is very much in warren's lane of the type of music he likes but the fact that you know espa is trying all these different genres and this is the one that landed with warren um what are your thoughts on illusion yeah i mean it's a song that hasn't yet had a chance to grow on me and espa takes a long time to grow on me um i did come around to savage eventually it took a while you know i think I don't know if it was on the podcast or maybe it was even one of my friends said this, that, you know, in every Espa track, there's like, or at least big title track, there's like one amazing song and one kind of terrible song and maybe a few other songs in there too. Um, but Illusion, you know, I, I think that anytime you're getting more vocals from Espa, I tend to enjoy it more than the rap uh, part of their music. And yeah, I, I think I just need to spend more time with this one. It's the vocals are very clean on the song. I think that's what surprised me the most. And it did a really nice job balancing between kind of being a hip hop song, but not really being a full hip hop song, right? It just, it's, there's something about Espa's spirit that's retained in the song that they're doing. I don't know. They're experimenting with the song without doing the crazy experimentation of other Espa songs, if that makes sense. Um, something like Next Level, where it is like three songs, right? Um, this is not it. This is very singularly one song, one track. And I do love this song. This is in my top 20 of the year. So um, good pick, Coro. Great pick. Um, one Spice King Crown. Yeah, I'm losing my track on the um, on the spreadsheet. Sorry, guys. All right, uh, Alice, it is up to you with the pick. Next pick, pick number 19. Um, what is your selection? All right. So this song I can say with confidence uh, belongs on my list because I've been going back and looking at what I've been listening to the most and thinking about what my Spotify wrapped is going to look like at the end of this year. And this track is going to be on it a lot. It's, you know, a, a real Sunday from a group that has a lot of uh, history behind it. A uh, solo track from somebody whose vocals are incredible. A little unexpected, but very much in the spirit of his group's DNA. And I'm thinking about Shiny's Own You coming with Dice. And uh, by your reaction, I'm, I'm guessing that it's a song that also you enjoy. Um, but, you know, I, I could say a lot about this song. It's a little weightless. It's very airy. Um, it's a song that's transitioned really well into the summertime. Um, I could understand that some people would want more like substance, more heft, you know, more more like hooks from it in a way. Um, but it's just a perfect little track for me. You know, it's it's kind of celebrating the power of leaving things to chance and seeing where fate takes you. Um, the live stages are so cute. And yeah, I'm I'm coming at this as a shawl. I I'll admit there's a little bit of bias here, but the reason I like um, Shiny is the same reason I like this track. It's It's got this whimsical uh, concept. It has great vocals. It's 
really fun. Um, as an aside, I just want to give a quick promo to the mini album and especially Sunshine. Um, I suggest playing it back to back with twice as alcohol free. And then you've got like a pina colada double header. It is a guaranteed cure for, um, you know, anything that's, that's bringing you down. So um, definitely excited to have have dice on my list. The only reason I didn't say it earlier is I didn't think it was going to be snatched up super quickly. It would have eventually got drafted. I'll put it that way. Um, one of my surprise favorite songs of the year. Um, really fun music video. Um, kind of interesting music video. Some elements of Squid Games. But I feel like a lot of music videos did that this year. Um, going into the office and I think it's an office or a hotel and just like it's a hotel and just really questioning what what the heck is happening um i compare this song with um his label mate from earlier in the month suho with hurdle um similar in they're both kind of retro-ish songs but there is something about the airiness of dice that works really well with what we know of onu and shiny and it's just it fits really well with the retro playlist that I make every year. Um, it fit a little bit better than Hurdle. So I, I very much adored the song as well. Koro, what are your thoughts on Onu Dice going 19? I think this, honestly, I didn't spend too much time with this song this year. I thought it was good when it came out, and I thought it was good when I went back to it. But it didn't stick with me personally, so it would not have gotten chosen. I do think this is good stuff here uh, from Onu. And I'm, I'm interested to check out the B-side you mentioned, I think Sunshine, because I'm a certified alcohol-free lover. So I will be uh, checking out these songs in a rotation. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with picking someone you're, you're biased towards, because the bias is based in something. So good pick here. Great pick, great pick. All right, um, my next selection for the number 20th pick. Um, didn't think it was going... Well, actually... I don't know how else to put this because I think I am the outlier here, but it was very popular amongst the circles that I was uh, very active on in, on the server. Um, it has a member of Girls Planet 99 who was added to the group, who was one of my favorite contestants. It has a lot of personality, but then has now introduced me to the rest of the group and the fact that there are a, a myriad of very quirky, very relatable type of people in this group um they have one too many letters in their name but we're just gonna roll with it billy with ginga minga yo uh pick number 20 for me i think that they are a spiritual successor to early red red velvet where they are trying to go in that horror core weirdness of k-pop the quirkiness uh ring x ring definitely was that this one's a little bit more general audience friendly more typical of a pop song k-pop song but I think it just it's there there's a quirkiness to the way that the song is is played for them. Um Warren did kind of joke that this is a, a little bit of an amateur 2010s EDM track. Um Afrojack, if you remember his early stuff, definitely sounds like this. But to me, it works because I think it's intentional with the fact that it is just a weird track. Um and it was able to highlight a lot of the members' qualities. Um specifically Suki or Chuki um, getting the fan cam that exploded across the internet with like 3,000 expressions in like 30 seconds. Um, shout out to her. That, that was impressive. Um, and then Sua with the very, very uh, strong rap to kind of 
bring me into the rest of the group. So um, yeah, Sean Suyun, uh, favorite member, but I, I'm I have grown an affinity for this group throughout the year. Uh, Cora, what are your thoughts on Ginga Minga Yo? I'll be honest, I don't I don't get the Billy thing. Maybe not yet, um, but I'm glad that's that's there. I think every group, especially these smaller groups coming up. Uh, need to have this dedicated fandom for whatever reason it might be so i'm glad to see that contingent on the server but this song actually i think i prefer ring uh rings ring to this um but i thought it had some catchy elements the main ginga minga yo like melody is really catchy i think that's definitely what they were hinging the song on and i will always remember how much that fan cam was talked about in the queen's channel so at least it has a lasting legacy for that yeah, it's just one of those moments in K-pop that will just stick for 2022. Alice, what are your thoughts on Ginga Minga Yo? And uh, did you happen to catch Suki's fan cam, um, her amazing fan cam that she uh, killed on the internet? I may have watched it one or ten times. Uh, it's possible. Um, you know, Ring X Ring didn't catch my attention as much as Ginga Minga Yo did. Um, there's something about the... You know, there, there's just the right touch of weirdness. There's this sense of astonishment and wonder in the the world that I think we all share to different degrees and, and different levels of positivity. And uh, it's a song that I've been keeping on my playlist. I would say, like, minimally. I, I don't want to overdo it with the song. It's there, There's kind of a... There is something about it where... I think maybe it's a little, it's it's very stylistic for me, so I have to be in the right mood to hear it. But um, it's it's very enjoyable. I I listen to it and uh, I listen to it pretty often. So yeah, it, it's good. Yeah, I will say with Billy, the two songs out of the gate, very different songs, um, polarizing. I think both songs have different audiences which is kind of cool because then you can kind of say they they hit a lot of different taste in music, right? Um, Ginga Mingayo being a little bit more um, public friendly and Ring X definitely being the experimental wild child of, of the two songs. Um, but they're, I feel like they're going in a great direction of just trying different things, being distinct from the, a lot of other K-pop girl groups right now. So shout out to Billy. Shout out to all my favorite members. Um, all good, all great content as well. All right, Cora, what is your pick for number twenty-one? So there, there's only one track remaining in my true top ten. Uh, obviously, I haven't been able to pick all of them, but in my true top ten, there's one song left, and it's not a boy group track, which is a bit dangerous because we're getting toward the end, and I need another. Um, but I can't let this legend, the legends, on this song multiple. That uh, fall any further, and that will have to be Psy, featuring and produced by Suga. That that uh, this is just a momentous collaboration for the industry as a whole. Um, I think obviously maybe the two biggest selling points of K-pop ever, and Psy at least the the outside outside of Korea, in Psy and BTS. Um, and this song is just a lot of fun. Like I still, it's still in my rotation. It's just an anthem that I can go to at any point in time. The, the gun choreo and the chorus is so much fun to do. Um, Shika's verse is it just plays the song well. The music video is just uh, a movie, honestly. And it, seeing uh, Sugar have that much fun 
on a track because obviously size that she's just charismatic Charis uh, charisma is his middle name but uh seeing sugar on a song like this this kind of energy isn't really what you might expect from him at least me personally so i just i really enjoyed it and i think the song i know it wasn't warren's favorite given his expectations for for a side comeback but i enjoyed it a lot that's a pick right there man you're right that that, that did slide a little further than you know expect expected as far as like looking at the list now alice what are your thoughts on science sugar coming in at number 21 for coro of all people i i'm a little surprised and and i was surprised by the song too you know i, I didn't have uh sugar being a psy girl on my 2022 bingo card but i was happy to see it you know i and and yeah i, I recall that warren was a little more lukewarm on the song um, but I, I noted, I remembered that he was saying that, you know, that, that Suga, when he came in, was really breaking up the flow and bringing some air into the song. And I agree. I think the, the flow between them worked really well. Um, the music video is so fun. I listen to this song all the time. It's on my running playlists, which means I'm, I'm listening to it. Well, not as much in the past few weeks. Let's be honest. It's been hot out. But um Oh, it's a great song. It's a little bit trolly. It's got that great sort of sigh, uh MSG in it. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoy it a lot. Psy MSG, the cheese, the absolute absurdity of everything that Psy does with his music, with his music videos, with uh, the people he brings on, right? Um, I, I too am very uh, surprised and amazed and happy that Suga is now a Psy girl. Um, you know, we'll see where he ranks up in the history of Psy Girls, but I, I think his inclusion in the song and the fact that he is very much like it's him, it's him and Psy, um, to kind of break up the tempo, break up the pace of everything, just a really, really fun way to do it. I think it's the best way to put that. Um, the fact that, like you said, Koro, two of the most Western popular performers in K pop between Psy and BTS. Um, I hope this is just a, a sign of things to come that more Western accessibility to fun stuff like this happens from Korea. Um, I'm not, I didn't follow too much if this did catch on here in the US, but my parents knew that this song existed, knew that Psy was back. So that tells you everything. Um, and then in addition, they said, oh, and also Psy did a song with Susie, did he not? And it's like, oh, so you know things that, without me telling you. Okay, perfect. So I, I think if, if that's any indicator of the impact of both of these performers on um, music, on culture, um, on Western culture, then I, I think we're in a good spot here. All right, Alice, what is your selection for number 22? All right, so I got the obligatory boy group banger when I drafted in Maniac by Stray Kids. So I'm going to get in now the, the boy group bubblegum track uh, for my playlist. And it is um, by uh, Astro, Candy Sugar Pop. Uh, you may know it. It's um, just a really uh, great, satisfying bubblegum boy group track, you know, as it keeps going up for me this summer. It's got such a great, strong, uh, hooky chorus. And uh, when they go into it, it's just very exuberant. Uh, it's really big. Uh, and it's it's just, it's exciting to listen to. It's optimistic. Uh, it's it's really fun, um, and I think it's it's a space that Astro is really comfortable in. 
uh, I'm glad to see them back in it because I know they haven't always been doing this kind of concept, but it's a welcome concept in boy groups and uh, and welcome on my playlist anytime. Well, what are your thoughts on this very cavity-inducing music video of Astro Candy Sugar Pop? I do think this is, uh, once again, obviously, boy groups aren't necessarily my forte, but I think I've been pretty balanced. But um, uh, I think this is a, a good song, and I agree. I like when I can get something refreshing from a boy group. Um, I think the the dark, gritty, like going hard, we're, we're, we're beasts kind of stuff is fun too, but after a while I feel like, okay, everyone's doing it. So something like this is always nice to uh, refresh the palate. So um, I like this big. Yeah, this one surprised me and how much I like the music video and the concept, right? The fact that it's titled Candy Sugar Pop and then there's cotton candy, there's candy all over the place, the, the pastels, the purples and pinks. Very bright. Um, painfully bright. Um, but that is, that is what happens when you are on a sugar high. So shout out to them for really capturing that. Um, just overall, great choice. I, I just, yeah, boy groups. I actually gave this one a try, so shout out to you, Astro, for uh, for giving giving me some uh, some interest and curiosity into uh, like the concept and everything. All right, uh, my pick for number twenty three. Um, we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna, we're going down now. My top songs of the year. So here we go. Uh, VVZ with Bop Bop, um, the rebranding, the the return of G Friend with Umji, Sinvi, and Unha. Um, I love this trio. Um, I followed them through Queendom. Um, it feels like the the general audience, or at least the people who watch the show, now have a really good sense of who they are, where they are in their lives, their careers, the fact that they're a little bit more mature, and that they've kind of done it all with G-Friend, right? And now it's at the point of music where they kind of want to do things for themselves. And I think Bop Bop was a great reintroduction to them. Funny story, I didn't know VVZ was G-Friend. Until I saw the music video, I was like, hey, I know those three. Why are they here now? And the song, at first, I thought was just going to be a generic retro song by a brand new group that no one has ever heard of before. A new group, right? Come to realize, like, oh, no, these are performers. These are three ladies who have done this for essentially a decade. Um, And they've done it to a degree of success that very few K-pop girl groups have achieved um, in the late 2010s. So, um Overall, just beautiful music video, very fun music video. It's got, got some space, got some science, um, and a retro-ish type of song. Again, another song on my retro playlist for the year. Uh, Cora, what are your thoughts on VVZ with Bop Bop? Bop Bop. As someone who, who wasn't um, big into G-Friend, personally, I, I like the song. I like the, the revamp here from these three. Uh, the verses weren't my favorite necessarily, but the chorus is really strong, I think. Um, and they say to feel the music, and I definitely do when that chorus hits. So uh, I like this pick. I'm not surprised that it came in, in this uh, overall draft. Maybe a little surprised it felt so low, but um, I think it's some good stuff. Alice, any thoughts on uh, these three lovely ladies coming back, um, you know, kind of reintroducing themselves outside of G Friend? Um, and also, what did you think about them on Queendom 2? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have a lot of thoughts about this song. I, I definitely expected somebody to, to draft it sooner. I've been on a real roller coaster with Bop Bop, and uh, probably if we'd been doing this draft, you know, four weeks ago, uh, it would have been a pick for me. But 
you know, it just kept going up and down in my estimation. So when it first came out, I'll admit as somebody who adored G-Friend, I was mad at it for not being a G-Friend song. You know, it does it didn't I wanted that signature sound and I, I don't know if, you know, obviously they they need to move on from that. Um so I, I came to terms with Bop Bop and started listening to it and Spotify kept serving it up to me and I kept, you know, enjoying it. And then Spotify just kept serving it up to me. And every time a playlist ended, they would play up Bop Bop. And there's a point in late June where I thought, I don't think I can listen to this song for a while. I need to take a break from Bop Bop. I guarantee it's going to be at the top 10 of my Spotify rap this year, even if I never listen to it a single time again in the next six months. Um, it's it's so catchy. It's an earworm. It's very hooky. And and uh, yeah, so, so I've been on a journey with it. But I really wish the best for VVZ. You know, you know how much I fell in love with them on Queendom. Um, generally when I stand a group and I do this more with girl groups, admittedly, I'll be like super into their music, but I won't really pay so much attention to like the different individuals involved in making the music or their personalities. And it was, you know, that's the, the three women in VVZ, uh, are, are pretty charismatic. And, um, so, so yeah, I, it, it's been, it's been quite a ride with them. Yeah, I think the fact that it's just three members and the fact that they were on a show, Queendom, where it was all about showcasing their personality really served them well as far as reintroducing to the general audience, the general public, um, reintroduction from a year and a half break from the end of G-Friend, I think. Um, I, I might have that wrong, but a long break from the last time that they were promoting. So I, I think all the character in the world, all the personality was definitely um showcased highlighted and just they're just so much fun to follow um if you're addicted to tiktok content like i am they're all over tiktok right now uh, because everyone and their mom came back they are also very good friends with everyone and their mom so they are doing a lot of crossover tiktoks as well yeah just a really fun group uh, i'm really excited for them to uh continue on Love Aid might also be in the top song for me for the year. So here we are. I freaking love this group. All right. Um, Coro, with the 24th pick in the draft, what is your selection? Now with my, uh, my true top 10 gone, I get to have a little bit of fun here with some songs that were that made up my about 11 to 30. Um, actually, I still need a boy group. So this is a bit risky to not select one here. But I have faith. My 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 next boy group song will fall to me. So I'm gonna pick Yugyum, formerly of God Seven. Actually, still with God Seven, I should say. Who's my uh, number one God Seven soloist? Who released "Take You Down" this year? Um, yeah, as I said, he's my so far out of the post God Seven stuff. Um, he's had my favorite releases. Um, Bad coming, but Yugyum still number one for me. And this song, but to be honest, this song completely slipped under my radar until uh, preparing for this episode. I did not even realize this came out. I went back to it, and it's 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 stuff that I like. Let's just put it that way. It's stuff that I'm generally I generally have an affinity for. Um, I just think he he does well because I know him mostly for his dancing, but he does well here. Holds his own as a vocalist. He's he's great. 
and there's also a great feature from Kogi, I believe his name his name is. Uh, I'm not familiar with him, but I thought he did a good job to keep the song, the pace of the song, really uh, going well. So there we go. Yugiem, take you down. Very moody song. God, I love this pick. Um, Alice, what are your thoughts on Yugiem going 24th to Koro? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a moody, sexy song. So you're definitely adding a certain kind of flavor to your playlist. Um, I, I enjoy this song. Don't have a whole lot to say about it other than that. For a song like this, um, it was not covered on the main show. Um, I like that it just exists in K-pop, that it's just a different flavor of K-pop. Um, in a lot of ways, it's K-R&B, um, K-hip-hop, kind of in the, that different realm of Korean music. But it's K-pop adjacent, right? Because Yugyum is known for GOT7, his history as a K-pop idol in a group from JYP. So I think there's there's a lot of room for crossover for people to kind of explore and discover his new music. And yeah, if uh, if you like this genre of music, he's really good at it. He's like really good at it. All right, um, Alice, with the 25th pick in the draft, what is your selection? All right, now we're getting to some pressure because I've got a, a few options and and they're so, we're sort of getting into some, it's like picking among your, your children. Um, but, you know, at the, the end of last year, I, a few of us on the server were talking about predictions for 2022. And I'm not the only one who said this, but um, I was sure that we get a lot more rock infused into K-pop this year. And um, we have been. And so I'm picking a, a solo song with a crunchy guitar, um, really fun track for me. And it's by Wanho, Crazy. It is such a, such a good song. You know, Wanho has been really straddling a lot of different styles in his solo career. Um, he's, he's been pretty good with all of them. So um, this, this is a good addition for it. And I've been listening to it a lot um in the past you know six weeks or so so yeah wanho alice coming off the top rope with another track that kind of went under the radar I, i'm i'm stunned good good song good pick um I, i'm frantically writing it down as well guys it's it is a wanho side that i just was was very happy to see because i think we've historically gotten the smooth sexy um Shirt, shirt windows of one ho um and the fact that we got a little bit of a different song here um it shows shows his range so i'm glad he was able to stretch um coro what do you what do you think about one ho and his muscles oh good thing you let me up that way because i was just gonna say muscles i mean that's really uh when i when i think one i think muscles that's really uh the situation when it comes to especially our discord but he, he he went for a lane. This isn't even about the song, but he went for a lane. Uh, I think isn't really filled in K-pop in terms of his build and it's, uh, serving him well in his music videos for sure, including this one. So I think this this song also went under the radar for me, but it's it's sneaky good. So uh, I like this pick. Yeah, I like that they were picking some things that are off off the uh, the main show chart right now. It's a, it's a good direction. All right, uh, with the number twenty six pick. Oh man, I'm in a spot. Um, I'm doing this for Warren. I'm doing this for you, buddy. Rocket Punch with Chiquita, Chiquita Banana with my pick at number 26. Um, again, retro music has just it's it's been a three year trend. 
And it does feel like we're coming to a point where there's a lot of it. But some of the really good ones feel like there's a little bit of polish to them relative to maybe a year, year and a half ago. I will say there are still some misses. Um, not going to call out specifically those songs, but um, I did have some expectations on some of the retro inspired songs this year that didn't work out too well earlier in the year when I re- revisited them. But this one, Chiquita, Chiquita Banana, man, so much fun. Um, this is Rocket Punch kind of doubling down into retro. Warren's concern is that perhaps they may be the group that is only doing retro. As long as there's iterations on it, as long as it's a little bit different um, and super catchy, it's high energy and it kind of captures them as a group, I feel like it's okay. Um, Because they could have easily just fallen into being the summer girl group, right? Doing summer bubblegum where this song kind of works year round. Um, It can be played in the summertime. Um, To me, it's got a very Miami Vice type sound, which again is a little bit different from other retro songs. But, again, but it came out earlier in the year, so I, I do think it has a little bit of staying power in that sense. Koro, what are your thoughts on uh, me holding it down for Warren with Rocket Punch and Chiquita? I'm glad you did, because if you didn't, I would have with my uh, last pick. It isn't, it isn't my favorite song of the year, necessarily. It, it was in my top 30, um, but... I liked it enough where if it fell to me for the last pick, I would have just done it just for uh, to hold it down for Warren. But yeah, this is good stuff. Um, I think I agree. The retro sounds a bit. Let's just say I hope they don't do it again for the next one because I feel like then they may be stretching it too far. But uh, I think this one was was good enough where it was. And I think they had some hand choreo where they say like chita chita. It was like really fun. Uh, I think that was cool. And this is my favorite Rocket Punch title track, I think. I'm trying to think of them, but I think it is. So um, uh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, really fun stuff. Um, Alice, what are your thoughts on Rocket Punch and uh, Warren getting his day on the draft? Before him, uh, I'm happy for Rocket Punch. It's probably my favorite Rocket Punch uh, track yet. It's uh, very hooky. It's it's really fun. Um, so so yeah, it's it's uh, it's been enjoyable for me too. Yeah, just uh, it fits, right? It fits with kind of the progression of retro in general, where things are starting to get, I wouldn't say better, but still get more polished, right? I think groups are figuring out how to make the retro sound work for them. And that that's kind of where Rocket Punch is at for me. So good progression, um, interesting direction. Hopefully they do something a little bit different in the future. But yeah, I think, I think a second retro song, not a bad choice for them. All right, Koro. With pick number 27, what is your selection? Last two picks coming up here. Um, still need that boy group. Uh, I don't know. Is it time? I think I think it might be time. Just so for the last pick, I have a little more freedom. Um, but that's not to say this isn't a, a great song. And um, honestly, this is, this makes my, my overall playlist pretty GOT7 heavy. Because I'm going to go with Na Na Na. Or uh, is that how to pronounce? No, 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 I don't know. But that's that's my that's my next pick. God Seven, no, no, no. Um, God Seven's a group that became one of my favorite boy groups from "You Calling My Name" onward, which is just all time amazing song. You calling my name, but um, they just like continue to impress me up until their unfortunate uh, exit from JYP. And well, maybe not fortunate. We won't get into that. But uh, uh, now they they've come back. They've returned, and I think the 
the song is appropriate for the occasion with them coming back showing we can still do this even though we've moved on from this company and it's still everything's still in good faith it seems um and it's just fun it's good to see them having a good time together uh it didn't need to be anything crazy like some of their other stuff in the past i think this is uh good for where they are now so i like the song a lot man that's a pick that is a <sighs> Alice, what are your thoughts on God Seven? Um, so my so one of my favorite groups now, as, a, as just boy groups in general. I just love love this group. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- this was an honorable mention for me uh, for a couple of reasons. One is just the kudos to them for organizing to to come back as a group in the way that they did. Um, so uh, really excited for it, and it's you know a. It, for me, it's not a comeback that's been as legendary as, you know, You Calling My Name or some of the other ones that they've done, which, I mean, you're right, Cora, that one is just pristine, top tier, great comeback. And it didn't really have, I guess the reason I didn't draft it is it didn't have the sort of, um, some of the more out there crazy concepts and quirkiness that I've sometimes enjoyed a lot in GOT7. I guess I, guess I tend to enjoy like more whimsy sometimes in in k-pop concepts but um it's such a smooth song and it's so enjoyable to listen to and again all these like busy men coming back together and making this music together it's um it's really promising i'm hoping that they keep doing it um because they're they're great when they do yeah, that's a great call out that they essentially have their own individual careers, their lives, and yet their bonds, their friendship is just strong enough where it's like, yeah, we're going to put out this song. We're going to do it the K-pop way and we're going to show you that we got this um, very smooth uh, bedroom R&B. It's just that that chorus. It just, oh, man. Yeah. Jackson singing and not rapping. It's just all freaking amazing. Um, this song has three crowns and is retired i think one of the last songs to be in the in the hall of spice that we kind of went over um uh, that was picked in this draft so um i think that's a steal god pick number 27 good on you Cora. um alice what is your selection for the number 29th pick in the draft we're in the last round guys this is it this is it we're in the last round what is your last selection for the draft alice well, I'm really torn between two tracks, but um, I think there's one that's emerging for me because I need this this sort of place on my uh, on my playlist for a kind of introspective, moody male ballad. And um, I don't think it was covered on the main pod, but um, Exo Suho. Uh, he he put out uh, a couple of, of great tracks this year, and I, I don't really know that much about his solo career, um, and, and I'm not a big, big EXO listener, although I definitely enjoy a lot of their work, but um, it's his song, Gray Suit. So I know you mentioned Hurdle earlier, which is more like, uh, like hype rock, and it's great. Um, I really like that one. Gray Suit kind of came out more ahead for me of his two sort of solo uh, tracks with music videos. It's a pretty sparse instrumentation. It's a, it's a really simple classic arrangement, but it really lets his vocal performance do all the work. 
And um, his his voice really just takes up all the space in the track and does all this work of, you know, taking the listener along. And so it really lets the song convey this like emotional gravity and sincerity and progression. And it, it makes me feel things. So um, I'm I'm going to give it a, a place on my the final place on my playlist. Nice end cap. Really emotionally punch your playlist kind of for the, for the end. Um, I admittedly missed this song. Uh, of the 108 songs that I had on that list. Um, but now I'm going to go check it out because the way that you described it being a little bit more emotional uh, with, with that extra, I don't know, the, the, the way that it's able to kind of differentiate itself from the other song that Suho did with Hurdle, um, I think is is amazing the way that you described it. Um, Koro, did you check out this song? Did you Was this on your radar? It was on my radar because EXO is my favorite boy group, um, and I've been sorely missing them this year. Obviously, coming to this uh, draft, I was like, if EXO was here, my boy group side is, is solidified. But um, I, I do like the song. I'm not really a ballad person, I'll, I'll have to admit, so it's not something that's been in the rotation. But when you talk EXO, you talk vocals, and Suho isn't even one of the three main vocalists that they have, but he's still like more than hold his own vocally um and i think the emotion behind the song is really strong so good, great pick great last pick especially yeah i mean exo's vocal line is no joke so i'm um, hearing that you are uh an xol maybe i can hit you up for some recommendations down the road let's do it let's do it that's new information to me coral i actually had no idea um I'm glad you guys were able to come together here and um, really celebrate EXO and great pick on your part, Alice. All right, um, with my pick, 29th pick, my last pick in the draft, um, I am also going to select a song that was not covered on the main show. Um, a group that has been very successful and well-known throughout kind of the history of the late 2010s in K-pop. I'm a bit surprised that it wasn't covered. Um, but, you know, I, I think now is a good time to give a little bit of shine because if you if you've been following my playlist, I think my theme is retro, and this is '90s retro to me. This is very in living color. Um, there there are some inspirations, especially from the keys of the song, that are Black Street, um, No Diggity, and uh, you know you, you got you got some some very dashing, dapper looking men in the spotlight, a lot of glitter, and uh, one of the members has a cane. So you know we shout out to canes. We got Monster X with love is my last pick of the draft and this one surprised me because um i'm not a big monster x person in general i just haven't listened to all of their music um just just missed it right um and then a friend of mine told me hey you'll you'll like this check it out and i did and i was just incredibly surprised that they went in this direction um 90s retro i think is still untapped in a lot of ways i think nct I forget which unit did it, but they did 90s love. Um, pretty good representation. I feel like there's a little bit more they could have done with it. Monster X, I feel like they nailed it um, as far as getting the era right with the sound. Um, kind of cheesy raps by Juhan, but cheesy in the sense that it fits with the 90s style of aggression in a lighter song. So um, yeah, if, if you need um, kind of a musical, like a sonic comparison, I would say Bruno Mars. Um, and that Cardi B song are a good one-two with this song. So, um, yeah, Monster X, love, surprised me this year. Really liked it. Um, 
Koro, what are your thoughts on Monster X and Love? Yeah, this song, well, let's say Monster X as a whole, has weirdly, I feel like, fallen under the radar among boy groups, considering how big they actually are. Um, I'm sure the pandemic has something to do with that, but yeah, I like the comparison to the Bruno Mars, Cardi B song, I think Finesse, was it, what's the name? Um, yeah, I, I like that style of song, and this song fits with that. And honestly, I didn't have it in my my like short list, because I thought Alice would have snagged the song. But it looks like Crispy surprised me here, so I'm curious to hear what Alice has to say. Alice, um, go for it. Yeah, I, uh, yeah I, I am a huge Mon Baby. I, I saw them in concert uh, back in, in 2019 when they were OT7, and then I, I saw them... Uh, I guess a couple month about a month ago um, when it was five, um, and I, you know, I, I have reasonings behind this. I'm really glad it it made the list um, because I I'm glad to get a chance to talk about it. I enjoy it. Um, I, I totally agree with everything you're saying, Crispy, about this great like late '90s little cheese. You know, you've got that saxophone. Monsta X does like sleazy in a really compelling way. Um, but you know, it's like I will say that that Juhan, his like little like uh sit back and enjoy the show, it gets a little cheesy with me, the fact that he does it twice. I think that's what made me ping it down and take it off my my list. Um, because it's just just a little too much cheese for me. Um, but I also really appreciate it. I love the breakdown after the second uh, Juhan part. And um, they, I mean, the visuals, they look incredible. The choreography is great. Um, Hyungwon opens and that makes me happy because yeah, I'm a simp for him. Um, and, and yeah, but you know, I, I, I feel bad for not including it, but I did comfort myself with the fact that I was at least including uh, Wanho um, on, on the playlist. And, and I just really, I'm, I want a more like hype Monster X track. I think you know one of the things I love about them is that they they do bring a lot of sort of spice and 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 aggression and energy to their music and um, and so yeah I'm I'm excited for their next I'm always excited for their next comeback. Um, I've been listening to Love a lot though. I, I will say. Yeah the 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 album um, Shape of Love. I'm I'm surprised that I got into it. I'm surprised I love it. Um, shout out to you, by the way, for sending me that Monster X playlist. Um, I've been going into it, kind of like educating myself on kind of the sound and their history. Um, you, Alice, a huge Mon Baby. Um, shout out to you and um, and um, Alex. I think you guys should uh, so ch- chat. You guys are huge Mon Babies as well. Um, yeah, no, uh, surprised me how much I like the song this year. Surprised me how much it kind of fit into a retro playlist that primarily has like 80s synth wave i could put this at the end of the playlist kind of next to taeyun um with i envy you and like that's my transition from 90s to 2000s and i'm just like all right cool cool like i'm in a good spot all right koro with the last pick in the soju talk nation k-pop draft january to june 2022 what is your selection Oh, last pick. And obviously, I think I've gotten a lot of the songs I wanted to get already. So I can have a little bit of flexibility here with this last pick. Um, and I'll be honest, I only just remembered in the last round 
but this is supposed to be a playlist, so my my songs are kind of all over the place, I'll admit. But you know, it's not an album, it's a playlist, so it could just be a collection of great stuff. Um, and this song, really, I did not expect to pick. Um, it also fell under my radar until recently. I think I heard it when it came out, but I didn't really pay too much attention to it. And now I, I listen to it preparing for this, and it's been in my head. And whereas Alice ended on a ballad, I'm one to end on a celebration, personally. So I'm going to pick Moonbyul with Lunatic. That's my final pick and the final pick of the draft. Um, I don't know if anyone saw this coming, but there we go. Uh, this song made her uh, my favorite Mamamoo soloist so far. I think this song... Um, Moonbyul is the rapper of Mamamoo, right? But obviously when you think Mamamoo, similarly to EXO, you think vocals. And uh, she still can hold her own vocally in the song, but also, because she's the rapper, when she does her rapping part, it doesn't feel awkward like these other soloists who are mainly singers and just throw in raps that are like, we don't really need it. Um, I think overall, it's just a good time. It doesn't take itself too seriously in all the best ways. And just overall, it's not something I expected from her, because I don't know her too well. But it really surprised me in how uh, how much fun it was. Great pick. That's oh man, that's a good one. Um, Alice, what are your thoughts on Moonbill closing us out with uh, Lunatic? Um, again, I would say this is a retro song. Uh, it, it it falls into the the very Moonbill esque type retro, but I mean, it's it's got a lot of fun. It's got a lot of cheese, and uh, she she's a great performer. Um, what are your thoughts on Moonbill Lunatic? Well, uh, Moonbyul is my Mamamoo bias, so um, I love Lunatic. The music video is just, the, the concept behind it, it's really fun. And you're right, she just delivers this kind of um, whimsical, funny, doesn't take herself too seriously kind of uh, vibe when she in, in some of her solo work. Um, and... Uh, but yeah, she, you're right. She can handle the vocal. She can handle the rap. Um, and she can always handle just being like the coolest person in the room. So uh, happy, <laughs> happy we get to talk about her. Yeah, um, I, I love the way that she actually sings um, in a lot of her songs because she does have a lower register. It, it does a nice job of kind of going back and forth between the rap and the sing, right? Where it adds a lot of character, especially to a song like this, where it's not just um, like an aggressive song that she's done in the past. Um, she, because I think she did start her solo career with doing shadow concepts, just you know, the boy group shadow concept, and now I think she's kind of turned and said, "I'm gonna have some fun. I'm gonna do some light stuff." Um, even between this song and "Cheese in the Trap," um, later in this year, that one was a little bit overboard, but I think this one kind of pulls back and like really gives you a sense of uh, what type of things she wants to do as far as being a fun entertainer. Um, yeah, super fun music video. Super colorful. I like I like a lot of the shots in the music video where it pulls you into different realities, kind of different senses of uh, where your headspace is in a lot of ways. Um, and yeah, this is actually on a retro playlist of mine too. So shout out to you, Cora, for killing that. All right, um, guys, that wraps up the draft. We're gonna do a quick honorable mentions. So we're gonna go Alice, me, Coro, two. We'll do two. We'll throw in two. Alice, start us off. What are your two honorable mentions from this year so far in K-pop? Okay, so uh, just really fast because I a couple we already sort of talked about um, in the in the earlier draft, but 
Um, I want to give a shout out to Card for coming back with Ring the Alarm. Um, you know, they're the only co-ed group in, in K-pop, so um, they are a precious resource that should be protected. Um, I was glad to see that they've re-signed their contract. And they came back um, after uh, JSEF's enlistment with a, you know, very classic card, ring the alarm, tropical house, uh, sexy track. And um, I, I love that for them. And in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be um, in their, in their uh, concert um, watching Dumb Liddy, being Dumb Liddy. And I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, and then the other one is uh, is going back to um, the, a solo artist, and I, I just want to shout out um, TVXQ's Max Changman. He put out a great solo album at the start of the year, and his pre-release for that was Maniac, which is um, a really uh, fun track. It's very sort of musical theater oriented. It shows off his vocal skills. Not my typical singing style, but um, I really enjoyed and appreciate it. But unfortunately, I only had room for one maniac on my playlist. Um, great call out there, Alice. Um, yeah, Card. So much hype. Uh, I too will be seeing them in August. And um, I... Yes, there are two men in the group. There are also two very attractive women in the group. That is all. All right. Um, my two um, honorable mentions. Um, I saw this man. My first one is, uh, is is a soloist. I saw this man in Oakland in a very small venue, very intimate venue. Um, I got in pretty late in the entry process, but then essentially was still so close to his performance. The stage is like the smallest like coffee shop type of stage ever, but I was all the way in the back and I could enjoy it. I had maybe one or two or three or four or five drinks. It was great. The one and only Wusang, it fazed me. Um, I love this album, Moth. It's an incredible like indie, emotional, um, angsty journey of, of music. And uh, it's just really cool that, you know, a Korean American kid kind of telling a story, coming to the US and uh, touring um, touring specifically in small venues so he can have these intimate engagements with the fans and that people can, can, can enjoy them um, regardless of when you get in or how close you are to the stage. So, Wusang, uh, just a good, good music altogether. I'm going to surprise everyone here with, with this honorable mention. Um, it did get one crown on the show this year. It is a boy group debut. Um, shout out to Vietnamese idol Hunvin with Tempest and Bad News. I really like this song. It's super bubbly. It's super bright. It's kind of what I would hope and expect. Maybe not hope and expect, but like it feels right that this is a youthful boy group debut. Um, really fun. I, I like all all the graffiti, all the brightness. Um, I, maybe maybe my brain is just stuck in the '90s, and that's kind of what the '90s looks like to me. It's just like the fun bright graffiti. So. Tempest, bad news uh, is my other honorable mention. Koro, what are your honorable mentions, sir? Okay. Oh, also, Tempest. I, I thought that was a, a fun track, and I thought Alice would have picked it. Um, but um, but I, I, my are kind of on the opposite ends of the spectrum. So I'll go first with a, a track that I think... I think pleasantly surprised a lot of people, including me, um, because this group wasn't on my radar before the song and i had no expectations for it but it'll be pixie with villain um a more recent track and i think it uh did all, all right on the chart 
Um, but I, I, the song is another song that kind of puts you in a trance. Uh, and I think the concept is really strong here. Um, and I'm just curious to see what they come out with next. I didn't really know anything about them before this, so uh, I'll be waiting. Um, and my second... And uh, this is a song where I think I can't reasonably leave it off of... It's not on my list, so I guess I did. But I can't leave it off of my honorable mentions. Um, because this is such a landmark moment in K-pop. Even if it's, I think it didn't live up to the potential that, that was there. Uh, I have to go with Girls on Top, Got the Beat, Step Back. Um, came out right at the beginning of the year. And it's just, it was thrilling to see all these faces in one video, on one screen, singing the same song. Uh, old and new. Uh, one of my favorite girl groups, obviously Red Velvet, had mem members in there. Um, I just think this is something that K-pop needs more of. Uh, these like super-powered collabs. Uh, obviously, they're label mates, so it's, it's maybe slightly easier to pull off. Um, but step back. Uh, let's ignore. It, hopefully, just forget about the, the the message. I know there's a little bit of controversy about that, but the song itself, I think, uh, grew on me as time went on. And the dance break, seeing those three there, um, was really powerful. So step back. My final honorable mention. Yeah, what a way to end uh, our our little draft here. Considering we are like the Red Velvet cult, and Step Back is just a, a culmination of generations of K-pop, literally three decades worth of K-pop. So, yeah, Boa still looking like she's their sister, Winter sister, specifically. Um, all amazing, powerful women. Love this choreography. Love the performance. Um, interesting song with the Gregorian chants. Um, chants, and yeah, I, I think it was a very explosive way to start the year as far as k-pop all right uh we're gonna quickly run through our playlist alice start us off what is your playlist one through ten all right i got um feel my rhythm red velvet love dive i've i envy you Kayon. feel and like pentagon maniac stray kids Heartburn by Sunmi, Dice by Onu, Candy Sugar Pop from Astro, Crazy from Wanho, and finally, Suho's Gray Suit. Amazing. Um, is there any theme that you feel like you, you've, you pulled through from the playlist? Well, you know, it doesn't really surprise me, but I tend to go heavy on solo artists. Um, and I have noticed that in a lot of my playlists. But um, I think it's a it's a mix of I tried to kind of get a sampler of a lot of different things that uh, K-pop can represent from um, heavy vocals to heavy rap um, to really intense productions to more stripped down affairs. Um, but I feel like what all of these songs have in common is that they are um, there are tracks that you can listen to anytime. Um, and they will bring you into a certain kind of mood or feeling. And that's that's what music's all about. Really good contrast of like hard hitting bangers and then kind of the mellower songs. So um yeah, I think excellent playlist. I think you, you shock well you didn't shock us, but I, I think Red Velvet being number one, very fitting for for kind of where our headspace is at. All right. Um my playlist, one through ten. 
Stacy's Run to You, Big Bang, Still Life, Promise Nine, DM, J Park, and IU with Ganadara, Icon, But You, Yena and BB with Smiley, Billy with Ginga Mingayo, VVZ with Bop Bop, Rocket Punch with Chiquita, and Monster X with Love. Uh, for me, um, I picked some of my favorite songs from year, the year for sure. Um, I I kind of thought I was gonna have a little bit more R and B songs, but it looks like the J Park song is the only one that like really stood out to me. But for the most part, I think I really hit the uh, the retro style of uh, music this year. I took up all the retro songs that had uh, a very similar flair and feel to it, um, and kind of uh, picked up the energy with a little bit of weirdness. I would say um, throughout my playlist. So yeah, this this does that. This definitely feels like a playlist of my personality. So um yeah it just it's probably a playlist i've made in the past so i i kind of love it all right carl last up what is your playlist uh one through ten my playlist okay dreamcatcher maison kepler up nyan pop bam bam featuring solgi who are you very very undercover espa with illusion sai featuring suga that that Yugim, take you down. Got seven, na na na, and Mungyo, lunatic. Any thoughts and feelings about how it all came together? Um, as I said before, I completely forgot this was supposed to be a, a playlist, so it's kind of all over the place. But I did get ten of my true top fourteen, I believe. So these are just songs that I do really enjoy. Um, and these are bangers i believe uh and i think i'm maybe leaning r&b a good amount and i realized afterward it wasn't intentional but i do i did end up having five male boy group solo artists and five female uh, groups and solo artists and i think it was pretty balanced in the end a balanced overview of the first half of the year yeah man a lot more male and boy groups than i would anticipate it um not in a bad way but just like oh yeah like you do really listen to a lot of stuff man so it's just really cool that there's a lot of variety so um yeah shout out to shout out to the playlist of course dreamcatcher going as your number one pick i of could course, i could have thrown in some chaos but i didn't i went with my heart so sorry warren maybe next time all right guys um closing thoughts you know this was a great exercise this is a fun time just Alice, how are you feeling after this uh, this incredible draft of music? Well, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm still a little bitter. I lost Run to You, but you can't have it all. Um, but it's, you know, this has been a great exercise because I think when you all, when you look back in hindsight, um, that's when you really start to see like the shape of music or the shape of, of how things are changing. And uh, 2022 has been a really interesting year so far. You know, I, I think thinking back on the the releases of the first half of 2021, you had so many uh, really strong releases. You know, that was that was like the year of like Lilac and, um, you know, just a lot of really amazing stuff. And so I was wondering if this year would, would stand up to it. And and I think that this year, really, you know, you're start, I'm starting to see a personality emerge uh, to 2022 and, and its music. And uh, this has been a really fun exercise. Yeah, it's I think there, there was a little bit of hesitation that the year was starting off a little slow. 
Um, but I think on deeper investigation and kind of digging into a lot of the songs and letting the songs sit with us for a little bit longer, we had some really quality stuff this year so far. Uh, Coral, what are your overall thoughts of uh, kind of looking back and reflecting on music for the first half of 2022? I'm glad we got to do it because honestly, there are periods of this year where I feel like I kind of bounced out of K-pop. I, I was still checking out whatever... I was getting covered, but not so much anything else. So I'm glad I got to go back and check out a lot of fun stuff. Um, and some of those songs ended up making my list. So uh, 2022, I think it's had a pretty strong first half, at least at the, on the top end. And uh, considering what July has been like, we're only just getting started. So look forward to seeing what the second half of the year looks like. Yeah, July is crazy. Um, I, I think Warren and I talked about this uh, last week, and I think this kind of reinforces the the sentiment that we have the most variety in K-pop than I can remember in recent memory, uh, especially over the past three years. Warren went back and said when they started the show, it was very specific that Tropical House and Moonbathon were very dominant across a lot of different groups that may not have had that as a character. And now it feels like a lot of groups have their own color, their own concepts. Um, they don't have to specifically hit... Um, a seasonal concept, right? Yes, we do have retro that's still very strong and powerful, but it feels like the girl, the, the groups that are doing retro, it's fitting that they're doing it, right? Um, I mean, you have two different styles of retro even. I can go from like Monster X late 90s to Rocket Punch, feeling like I'm in Miami Vice. Um, and then you have groups that are still just doing their own sound, which I think shows a lot of experimentation experimentation and risk uh, moving into kind of the rest of the year and k-pop in, in general um and i think we're in a good spot i think we're in a kind of a golden era with kind of the variety of music in k-pop right now so I, I think this exercise these lists these playlists um have done a nice job of surfacing a lot of music that i probably either would have missed or only listened to once or twice throughout the year and I'm just really happy that uh, you guys were able to, to stick it through and uh, hang in there and, you know, do this 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 game with me because this was super fun, super exciting. And man, this this was this was wild. Um, yeah. Alice, any anything else? Any closing thoughts you have for uh, for our time together today? Just, just gratitude, you know, thanks for putting this together. It's, it's been super fun. Um, you know, thanks Coro for, for your thoughts and thanks in advance for that EXO playlist I'm going to get from you. Um, but, but really it's been fun. It's, uh, taken my mind off of the, uh, abysmal temperatures outside. I'm glad that we were able to kind of cool you down with, uh, with just the heat wave that's happened on the East coast. Uh, Coro, you have the last words. How you feeling, man? Yeah, the heat is the heat's ridiculous right now. But um, yeah, this is this is so much fun. Thank you, Crispy, the goat, as always for uh, doing what you do, man. This is a lot of fun. I know this probably ran super long, uh, ramble fest here, 3.0. But we have fun. I've never needed to use a bathroom more in my life, so that's how you know we did a good job uh, covering all these songs. So uh, thank you, Alice, as well for being here and holding it down on the other side of the, maybe the the spectrum here with uh, the the songs um you you picked a lot of things i wouldn't have necessarily paid a lot of attention to that i think are good stuff so i had a lot of fun yeah no thank you both um you guys are true troopers and just you know so open to to participating um just again just to shout you guys out we were working on this for months 
Uh, I told Coro and Alice this at the beginning of summer, and I finally put together the list. It was a lot of songs, but um, it, 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 it does feel like it turned out really well. And it's a good reflection on, on the year that was with K-pop so far. Um, looking forward to doing a part two of this for the next half of the year. Um, uh, hope, maybe we'll get another guest on the show. I don't know, man. Maybe. I, I hear some things that this guy is interested but um, yeah, that does it for the K-pop draft. Um, we'll have the playlist in some form, either uh, an image or a document or a Spotify playlist in the description. So please check it out for the full playlist. Yeah, no, all amazing stuff. Um, let's sign out. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Soju Talk Nation podcast. K-pop draft 2022 first half of the year on episode 49 subscribe on youtube follow on spotify apple podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts and continue the conversation on the soju talk k-pop podcast discord this has been the soju talk nation for alice and coro this is crispy bye